Imagine a podcast hosted by two guys whose genius simply couldn't be contained within the cages of their minds. Two intellectual heavy hogs, one podcast, no rules, two hosts. They're the heavy hogs. Welcome to Experts International. Do you have a Spotify account? Yeah, I actually just signed up for one last week. You feel they're like they're finally moving in the right direction? Yeah, I kind of was uh, against them for a long while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just some, I don't, nothing necessarily specific, but just kind of within the last couple of weeks, like they've, they've kind of been on my feeds a lot. And so I decided, hey, I'm, I'll support these guys. <laughs> Yeah, it's an incredible marketing effort they're doing right now. Yeah, exactly. Top of mind, top of mind, <laughs> center of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's almost like I can't, I can't not hear anything about Spotify. Absolutely. Yeah, and this is a topic like, um, as you as you guys probably know from the the episode title, we will be talking about George Rogan today, and this is a topic that um, obviously. That's why, well, that's why they call him Curious George. <laughs> Curious George Rogan. <laughs> and this is a topic that's near to near to dear to our hearts because we too are successful podcasters. Yeah, yeah. We kind of view him as sort of like... Our protege. Yeah, you could say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah, I think you could say that. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about Joe Rogan. Um, have you listened to the Joe Rogan experience ever? Um, I don't think I've listened to a full episode. Okay. I've listened to some clips. Yeah. An extended clip or two. Sure. Mostly like shorter clips that are just edited just to prove the point that whoever tweeted it is trying to prove. Like they're all titled like dunking on Joe Rogan. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like a really selective thing that misses like the first half of the sentence. Yeah. Like this is not what I think, but (laughs) like that part's cut out. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'm not like a, I'm not a listener. Got it. Are you a listener? I assume since now you have Spotify, you've been probably diving in pretty deep. Yeah. I've listened actually to his, uh, to all of his episodes his entire on catalog. Four, 4X speed. <laughs> um, and so that got me through, uh, two episodes in one day. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I also in preparation for this conversation watched all of the fear factor backlog um, and have you read the books, the, um, the curious George illustrated yeah, I read, books? I read the curious George, um, saga and that's kind of the, what's funny actually about that is that that sort of persona that he created for himself is really what began his love for the power of the great apes. Um, and that sort of spurred on like last, last, <laughs> last, uh, episode I talked about I was using um kettle horns uh-huh. for a lot of my workouts I've been using his gorilla grip te- kettle horns um yeah it was weird signing up for Spotify they just sent me like 200 pounds worth of those kettle horns in the mail immediately <laughs> I've actually been like I work from home and I <clears throat> I've just been looking out the window and uh every day I feel like in the past week the UPS truck drives down and it's this sort of like older lady <clears throat> driver and she opens up that back gate mm-hmm. and there are just pallets <laughs> pallets of kettle 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 horns mm. and she just she you could just see like the look in her eyes is another day <laughs> and she gets her little hand forklift <laughs> oh she doesn't lift them by hand no she cuz they're too heavy oh. and she pumps it up and she she pulls them out, and yeah, they've just been going to every house in the neighborhood. Wow, yeah. it's sweeping the nation. Mm-hmm. I was imagining her with more kind of like Popeye arms, just like massive forearms lifting these things day in day out. It's a smarter, not harder thing for her. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do that. That's kind logistics. Of stuff. Uh, in all seriousness, no. I, I, in all seriousness, though, rather, um, I don't think I'd classify classify myself as a listener i've list. i have listened to multiple full episodes multiple full apps yeah that's more than me um uh favorite most episode? notably miley cyrus yeah yeah was it good it was actually kind of interesting yeah uh but you know 
not not one of the more controversial folks that he's had on, I think. Mm-hmm. I do mostly, like yourself, watch extended clips that mm-hmm. are topical about whatever the current outrage is. So it's like, oh, everyone's freaking out that this person was on Joe Rogan. Mm. Let me watch like this 17-minute compilation of the moments that everyone's freaking out about. Um, but I do feel like the few episodes that I have watched, I have a bit, I do kind of get the, the feel of the, the podcast. Yeah. Do you like the idea in theory? Like, yeah, totally. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I actually do. I mean, I just think that like, I like more kind of conversational style, like media that isn't as planned. Um, Welcome to Experts International. <laughs> that's <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess I just kind of... Theoretically, I like the idea of kind of this like irreverent... It's kind of cringy, I guess, but the mm-hmm. whole kind of like any, th- any thought goes kind yeah, of vibe. Like sure. I feel like there's a theoretical importance to it, mm-hmm. but maybe all the shit that's hitting the fan currently is a good example of kind of how that doesn't usually play out in that great of a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for me, this conversation, the most boring factor of this whole conversation is anything having to do with Joe Rogan as a person. Like, I don't really care about him as a guy uh, at all. Right. He might as well not be real to me. Mm -hmm. He might as well not exist to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's more about the phenomena occurring around this show and the questions that it brings up about censorship what is responsible content to have accessible to people Mm -hmm. why is he such a divisive figure to begin with um is he in the right is spotify in the right possible third option is nobody in the right Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know what about what about you? What are your just I mean, why initial do you th- thoughts? Why do you think he's so appealing? Because like mean a, just to so many so people? many people. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. And so, not only do people like him, but people are like, people are like, if you are a Joe Rogan fan, he's probably like one of you're like your, a diehard. Yeah, you're like for a lot of people, I feel like he's their most important like cultural voice. Yeah, they would like catch a bullet for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. To be on, so on just the simple again, him as a person, I don't actually get it. Mm-hmm. George Curious George. Yeah, Curious George Rogan. I don't I don't get just kind of like the base visceral appeal. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of looks crazy. Like I don't know if you've seen the image of him dipping himself into the ice bath with his crazy nips. No, I I haven't. We'll no. post it on the gram. Yeah. Um what should I search for that, do you think? Joe Rogan, Crazy ice nips. bath nipples. Okay. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, it, yeah, I mean, I get it. He just seems like such a, like a bro meathead kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this weird overlap into like internet culture kind of somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think his main appeal is that he, for better or worse, in whatever way, kind of repre- he has successfully become the representation of kind of like the normal guy's response to whatever is happening. For sure. Like he is asking the questions that normal everyday people would ask if they had the chance. Like, he is just a normal guy who's not a scientist. He's not that smart. He's just a dumb guy with a podcast having these free, open conversations around free thinking freedom. Yeah. Um, Which is cool, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think anyone that says that isn't cool is lying. Like, yeah. it, it, as, a, as a concept, mm-hmm. as like a potential idea. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> 
he's not like a normal guy. Totally. I think I don't think that I think that there are differences between a figure like Trump and a figure like Joe Rogan, but I think where they're similar is that they fully somehow successfully are operating under this grift that they're that they are a normal guy. Like Joe Rogan's obscenely rich. Mm-hmm. Um he's like constantly like jacked with like testosterone that he's shooting up. <laughs> like he, he uh has like a mansion in Texas and is a f- he's been a famous person for like 30 years. Yeah. Uh so for better or worse he's not a normal guy. Um but I definitely think he profits off of people experiencing the show through the perspective of there's this normal guy. Totally. Um Yeah, that's yeah, that's my thought. What what about you? I feel like it is sort of this it is sort of like Trump energy. Yeah. In a way of of BTE big trump energy bte big trump energy um of feeling of of having reasonable questions or <clears throat> fears or like confusion or etc about the world and not like so much especially like so much liberal media and like Twitter or whatever it's like why don't the vibe is like why don't you get this you big fat dummy like this is what it like you big stupid dummy dumbs yeah get pull your head out of your butt and get and and like this is like can't you like are you so stupid that you can't even like which is I don't know if that's helpful so I would imagine like if I am not if I'm someone who's like not not doesn't want to be one of those guys making right. those tweets, like calling other people dummies. Right. Then I'm feeling like, well, I'm feeling like, well, where do I, where do I go to learn about stuff and not be talked down to and yeah. like, ex- and like have my questions answered. And I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that that's what Trump or Joe Rogan, or I think like another figure you could put in here is like Tucker Carlson. Sure. Like it's like a strategy. Totally. I think it's, the, it's to, branding. Yeah. It's like a strategy to appeal to like a real group of people that have questions and concerns. Totally. And maybe like, I, I don't want to, whatever. I don't, I don't know what the balance is between those, those being like genuine questions and, or something else, something more devious and sinister. But like, I do think that they're like, this a, a person like Trump or Joe Rogan or Tucker Carlson doesn't appear in a place where people feel, um, I don't know, like, like they have access to information and like they're comfortable. Right. And, um, yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that, like you just have to ask why are these people so appealing? Yeah, it's t- not like it's not because I don't think it's because people just want to like kill other people with COVID and be racists, right? Necessarily, totally. Some people maybe do, well, but I think there's there's like there are deeper societal structural reasons why figures like this are just like so popular. Yeah, totally. Well, I think that it's a mix. I think that it's a mixed bag of like people that genuinely do are kind of searching for like a uncensored, not super woke kind of just like where everyone can just kind of like talk about shit and like, you know, not have to worry about what they're going to say, blah, 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 blah. I think that there is a demographic that has a certain genuine desire for that. I think there's an other demographic that is just kind of purely contrarian for its own sake, kind of like a kind of like right libertarian vibe where it, no it, whatever the authority says that becomes the new thing that they are against. They, mm-hmm. Like they're not principled at all in it. It's just they are are contrarian. And I think that those are, I don't think I actually don't even think that those people are evil and want to like 
actively kill people with COVID, blah, 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 blah. I think that is kind of what I think that is kind of the end outer result of a deep insecurity and feeling of a lack of cohesion in society that kind of brings them to act out in that sense, which is not an excuse. But all I'm saying is I don't buy the narrative that like Joe Rogan and his loyal legion of followers are all sort of like actively, purposefully ignorant, evil people. Mm -hmm. And I think that I fully think you're right in the sense that it it it's a bit of a grift in the sense that they can co-opt those quote-unquote normal people and be like I'm what I represent you I am the, the I am the master normal person of this scene kind of um and I think that that is where the problem lies because then it it, that that automatically loses any genuinity of being a normal person. Once it's sort of like when you start talking about how humble you are, it kind of contradicts itself. Like the moment your effort goes into maintaining your representation as a normal guy, then then by definition you're no longer that because your efforts and your marketing and the people that you're talking to and wanting to interact with are are trying to uphold this image. Therefore it's, it's an image. Yeah. I think, um, for sure. I like probably, probably Joe Rogan, the podcast character is somewhat based on Joe Rogan, the person. Totally. Um, but I do think, and I think you, this like dynamic plays out everywhere like i'm i'm thinking of facebook right now but sort of like if you are successful and you found an audience and you know what your audience likes you're probably gonna keep doing that thing or keep becoming that person yeah totally people want you to be so that you continue to keep or grow whatever your audience so that you get more money you're successful like i think of facebook like helping out um, whoever the guy was that did Brad Pascal or Pascal or something who did Trump's like 2016 election campaign. Oh, they got like the guy from Facebook was like in there, like telling, like helping them figure out how ads worked and whatever. Um, because they were buying lots of ads and having like successful ads and like it was a good, you know, the service was growing and totally. ad, like ad revenue was up sort of like, so you sort of, because your ultimate goal is, growth and yeah whatever success etc totally you find out where you're going to get that and then you sort of optimize your strategy to make that happen yes so So with someone like joe rogan i feel like he's like well i found my like niche in the in the marketplace yeah and it's appealing to all these people who feel like they've been left out which apparently is a huge group of people. Yeah. So I'm going to, in the guise of telling the truth and being a normal everyman, I'm going to, I'm going to do that somewhat, but also like make sure I'm telling these people what they want to hear in a way or like confirming their beliefs or like, I'm not going to jeopardize, you know, my position. I'm not really going to be like a truth teller. Like I'm not going to do something like, I'm not going to talk on Spotify about how Spotify doesn't pay artists. We're probably not going to have that conversation. Totally. Or if he did, write me know. I have not. I, there's a million episodes out there. Right. Um, but I would imagine, um, you know, and then even like with now that some episodes are being taken down and he's issuing apologies. Yeah. You know, it's it, it all is like it's it just reminds me of Facebook. Like, OK, we'll do like I'll do I'll take back. And I'll make the changes that I need to make in order to like meet the minimum of appeasing whoever needs to be appeased. Right. So that I can keep growing my thing. Totally. But I not, but you know, had this controversy not happened, would Joe Rogan or Spotify taken down any episodes or issued any kind of statement? No. Or anything? No, definitely not. Well, and here's the thing is that, is that both sides of this thing. Well, okay. 
There were good. There are good people on both sides. There are there, <laughs> there are good people on both sides of this. It's impossible to say who's in the right or wrong here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we are not the moral authorities of We're our age. We're not the moral authorities. We're just here. We're just two normal guys. We're just normal guys. Asking questions. <laughs> we're just asking questions, and we're just trying to get to the truth. We're just trying we're to have just, an open format. We're just objective, like, yeah. passerbys. Yeah. Oh, what's going? What's happening over there? Yeah. I guess I'll go see what's happening, but I don't have an opinion. Yeah. I don't have a take. Totally. My brain is off. <laughs> um, I Okay, here's the thing. The thing that frustrates me... I don't know if I can have my cake and eat it too, but the thing that frustrates me is I'm not a fan of Joe Rogan. I think that he, I think that neutrality doesn't exist. So him as kind of this neutral figure that's just trying to represent both sides of everything and bring these voices on, that is a stance in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm not even blaming this inherently on Joe Rogan, but a fact, even if this has... Even if this is despite himself, my experience from being too terminally online for too many years is that Joe Rogan can be a gateway drug into kind of right-wing thinking that sure. can very easily take hold of people. Yeah, And so I don't think that Joe Rogan is evil. I don't think that he's this existential threat to a society that a lot of people online today think that he is. But I think that if you are not a critical person and you are engaging with him, you're exposing yourself to a lot of ideas that can be very appealing, particularly to his key demographic, which is young, young, angsty white guys. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. Like, it's, hey, hey, y'all, go back and listen to our episode about conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it is the same thing. It's like, it's this idea of. One, like no one is telling you the truth, which maybe, but two, like the truth is out there and it's this like secret thing that I've found access totally. to. And that's I'm gonna, the like, red flag. I'm going to no be one... your like guru and I'm going to lead you like no one else knows it, but I will like help you and lead you to discovering like the real core truth. And it's different than what everybody says. Totally. And you would never like, you would never think of it on your own, but I, but it's there. It exists. Yeah. And I'm going to like take you there totally no one's telling you the truth okay fine except me alarm alarm bells yeah for sure um but what's but okay so that's me prefacing this next statement so i think all of that about joe rogan i'm not necessarily a fan um did love his fear factor days though he was crazy (laughs) um uh i am I, i also think that this is there's just this sort of like uh, obscene capitalizing on this moment by so much kind of mainstream liberal media like oh, sure. Facebook, like Twitter and CNN and all these people yeah. and like just people that represent everything that Joe Rogan is against. And uh, what's frustrating me about this is that all of the focus on Joe Rogan's quote unquote misinformation is totally like obscuring how much like misinformation we're constantly fed from all angles, including major mainstream media uh, institutions like New York Times, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, all the big players. For sure. They're so hopping on Joe Rogan as this exemplar example. (laughs) That was kind of funny. That was really funny. Um, No, it's true though. And it's like and it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy to the people who like Joe Rogan because they're like, look, like they're trying to cancel him. They're totally. trying to silence him. Like totally. we knew this would happen. Yeah. You know? Um this It only they, serves his purpose. This is it's, what they always do. Yeah. Which is frustrating because yeah, okay, I think what you're saying is 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 maybe often true, but it is so anti your best interests as someone quote unquote on the left to just try to demonize and censor Joe Rogan. They're not like, but the, the, I, I don't know if people on the left, 
like the left, like I'm doing air quotes, right? Like the left, yeah. You know, it's like well, the left, the left as the as kind of commonly, like Democrats cons- yeah, something. exactly. People blue, vote hashtag blue no matter who crowd, yeah, for sure. Um, and so that I guess is what's frustrating is I think that Joe Rogan has become a scapegoat. Well, yeah, it's everything is like mm, get Trump. Uh, okay, I'll preface this by saying I'm happy that Trump is off Twitter personally. But it's like, give Trump off Twitter and everything will be cool. Right. Like, take down Joe Rogan and, like, we're good. We've solved, like, the problem. And the the they're not going to solve the problem, actually, because that would be painful for them. But totally. But they'll continue to find different, like, figureheads yep. to sort of, like, whip up a media frenzy about. Yeah. Um, and distract from anything. Like if Joe Rogan actually gets taken off Spotify, he's just, we he's were just talking ahead. He was, they like offered him a hundred million dollars on what, what is it? Rum, rumble, rumble. What, really he'll know. just like, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, the people who want to listen to him are going to go listen to him. Yeah. If anything, if he's removed from Spotify, he'll he be like more of a instantaneously hero. way more yeah. prolific. So that's not like a, actually a solution to any problem. The solution is not to remove the figurehead. The solution is to figure out what the problem is and then solve it, which is like why that's like why a change in figurehead from Trump to Biden is like not a solution because it's not like solving a problem. It's just like, oh, we did this. Do you feel better? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't worked in any area like ever and it's been the constant strategy of 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 like the liberal left for as long as i've been alive which is oh there's this problem instead of fix the problem let's just kind of choose this bad guy to destroy and if we destroy him then people will kind of like do you think it's like fun too, like entertaining or like satisfying or like it's sort of like to hit joe rogan for either, no matter what side you're on, like if you're pro Joe Rogan, you're like, yeah, okay, they're trying to take us down. So like, definitely. I'm gonna fucking like get on. I'm gonna like, I can't stand for this. And then if you're anti, it's like the same thing. It's like, totally. can you believe this fucking guy? Yes. Like with all these people, and Spotify does nothing. Yes, it's and a it's huge like, libidinal tie. It, it is. It's just like so fun. Yeah. But you're like, do you're having fun like arguing for something that is so like minuscule compared to any real problem totally and i think yeah 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 totally 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 and it's like i think that everything that's being talked about right now with joe rogan is represent is representative of a real problem for sure but it's all but it's through the format of well i'm now only going to listen to music on amazon or yeah proud subscriber of title it's like you don't get you don't get the you don't understand the problem if totally. you're going to switch your streaming service. And all of these people... Do you think Amazon, like, what, you're going to give your money to Amazon and that's going to fix, like, the core problem of yeah. what, like, creates a desire for Joe Rogan? Totally. You're yeah. going to give your money to Apple and that's going to, like... I, it sounds... I don't know. It sounds like I'm calling people dumb, but I'm not because we, like, that's the only option that's given to us from, like, either... From either side, I guess. It's like if you're liberal, you're like, I can't fucking use Spotify. And if you're um, not, then you're like, I got to support like Spotify. They're like, you know, freedom fighters, (laughs) Um, you know, because we don't because there's nothing else for us to do. Totally. Well, and it's such a weird thing of like all of these like big tech anti LGBTQ right wing people that end up loving Joe Rogan, like they're weirdly now all of a sudden like really loving Spotify, like one of the major huge technology For apps sure. because of this. And all of these like hashtag allies who didn't really have that much of a problem with, with the fact that Spotify pays artists point zero 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 three cents per stream. Now that strong man that says bad word is on there now yeah. they're like what a horrible company for sure and it's two months it's, a month after they posted their wrapped their spot their their 2021 spot yeah everybody wrapped. was just like 
in love. Spotify, fuck, can you Apple? Like, I'm so happy to be on Spotify where I get to see my Spotify wrapped. <laughs> totally. Spotify wrapped is like, your 2021 was filled with diversity and inclusion. And now, and now, like a month later, they're like, Spotify is upholding the fascist side of the United States. I think we're just so, like, it's so, it's so sad. Okay, I, I really like, I'm, I really do think that so much of this is like just pure, like you said, like a little bit of entertainment. Yeah. Um, which sucks like it because it does actually have real life, real world consequences. Mm-hmm. This entertainment factor, <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. not just like a fun and game situation. But it's also just so clear how, um, how nobody, how just we don't, we're not aware of like any kind of real problem we can solve or any kind of real totally action we can take or we maybe there isn't something we can do or if there is we don't know about it. Yeah, and so all of our energy all the time, like every anything that actually anything that appears on like your Twitter explore anything that appears on like New York times or CNN.com or whatever. It's all just like this fake stuff that we, that, you know, every day we, we get wrapped up in. And it's not to say that like Joe Rogan didn't say bad things. Totally. And like, I don't know, maybe Spotify should fire him. Like I'm, I'd be cool with that. I don't think he's like a good, cool guy who deserves to, I don't know, have a massive, platform on whatever i don't know i don't know like what the right thing to do is but i do feel like investing so much energy and words and thought and like whatever on trying to take down one guy without understanding what makes him so appealing to people yeah and how we can like make our country into a place that like your people aren't like freaking out because their I don't know their job doesn't exist anymore or their yeah I don't know or I like it doesn't or they've to, been burnt by the medical system and so they're skeptical about getting vaccinated for whether for, that's a good reason or not for sure or they're like raised in a racist family and they're and they're like racist totally but like there's been like you. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how you like get someone out of being a racist. I don't know what the strategy for that is, totally. but it's gotta be something deeper than like take yeah. curious George monkey off internet. Yeah, totally. Totally. Cause curious George monkey, he goes anywhere. He goes anywhere. Um, yeah, that's so true. I mean, this is kind of a tangent, but the closest I've been to wanting to freaking throw myself out of a window was on my Twitter Explore page this last week when, like, this tr- the trending thing, I wanted to barf. It was, it, I forget what the exact headline was, but basically the story was, on the latest episode of ABC's The Masked Singer, um, the which is, if you don't know, it's where, like, a c- celebrity that no one knows who they are comes out on stage disguised as like a giant piece of corn or something like a kernel or like a cob no like a cob okay. or or it doesn't have to be a cob maybe it's a maybe it's a giant um man really only food is what's coming to mind right now I was going to say apple mm-hmm. um, like a slice or like a whole apple whole, <laughs> whole apple so it's really the whole fruit and vegetable it's not the portion <laughs> It's not the portion. They're coming out as like the whole complete. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's the premise of the show. Well, so they come out in this costume. You don't know who they are. They Mm -hmm. sing a song in their real voice. And then a panel of celebrity judges tries to guess who this celebrity is behind the mask who's singing these songs. And it's all just the most shitty C-level celebrities that know that people forgot existed like Wendy Williams or like Ozzy Osbourne's daughter or stuff like that. Um, but the, the (laughs) two of, I forget who the whole panel is. The only two I remember are because they're related to this headline. One is Ken Jong, who's the comedian from community and the guy from, uh, 
Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yep, I know. Um, and uh, Robin Thicke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're two of the judges. Anyway, this, I was outraged. This celebrity that was revealed on The Masked Singer was Rudy Giuliani. And Ken Jong and Robin Thicke walked out in protest. Incredible. I read that. I, I literally, I was like, what is life? Like, what yeah. is real even? What matters? This is the, this is the most like, like I felt little chunks of my brain falling off as I was reading it, that this constitutes as, you know, and that's like the discourse. That's the thing about like Neil Young or whatever, leaving Spotify. Yeah. Like, okay, you don't, I, I, I don't want to say that he didn't care about the fact that Spotify doesn't pay anyone. Like, I'm sure he gets paid because he's big boy, you know. But, like, if you're, like, a normal artist, you're barely getting paid by Spotify. Right. So, like, the, the I don't know, the, the structure is, like, Spotify, sp- the structure of everything is basically just, like, a leech. Spotify is just, like, a leech, just, like, sucking music and art out of people yeah. and then like giving them a little totally. couple pennies or whatever. Right. Um, and that's like sort of the same, that's like sort of the same thing that's happening, you know, with their use of Joe Rogan. Yeah. It's sort of like, um, we will give you this like entertaining guy who tells you sort of what you want to hear makes you hear makes you feel how you want to feel um regardless of the cost to like society or whatever like it's the same the the i don't know it's just frustrating because the business plan for spotify as a music streaming company and for them as a you know hosting joe rogan company (laughs) is like the same yeah like the 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 they're like MO is the same. Totally. And someone like Neil Young deciding to leave now, which great. Like that's fine. I'm fine with that. Good good job, yeah, buddy. Do whatever you want. But it's clear that like the the fundamental problem is not understood. He's like, I'm leaving because of this yeah. instance with Joe Rogan. Great. Yeah. But that same logic governs everything that Spotify and like companies do. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I think that's true. It's a very like, it's a very, yeah, I don't know. It's a very disconnected, which I think, I think that is how we all think of things a lot of the time. And this sort of like disconnected, like solve this little problem yeah. way instead of seeing like the bigger structures that, that determine how our world works. Yeah, just simply asking why is why? such a step that a lot of people seem unwilling to take. Like yeah. people get right up to this ledge of like recognizing what's going on and reacting to it without seemingly inquiring into why this phenomena is potentially sure. occurring. Why does Spotify need to keep Joe Rogan on? Why does Spotify oh, automatically them- shuffle when I turn on an album? <laughs> why does Spotify not let me listen to, to if, songs in reverse. If Joe Rogan is kicked off of Spotify and he creates a truth-telling episode about Spotify, I will listen to that episode because I need to know the truth. Yes. Please, Joe. Please, George, if you're listening to this. George. George. Sweet, curious George. Yeah, and he probably is because... He's sort of, I don't think we mentioned this. I'm pretty sure we didn't mention this, but he's sort of our protege. Yeah, 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 yeah. He knows me as the person who's always the first commenter on his Instagram reels. <laughs> um, but, okay, here's, so, okay, here's my take. Um, and this is working off of... Um, Todd McGowan's definition of um, ideology, which is that ideology is what upholds the status quo and removes contradiction. 
I or no, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's part of it. But what I meant to say was that ideology turns contradiction into opposition, uh, and that upholds the status quo. Uh, I think what we're seeing here, why people are freaking out, is because it's exposing a fundamental contradiction uh, within kind of the current realm of media. And I think that it's turning into this opposition, which is are you pro-traditional establishment establishment media or are you pro-quote-unquote free-thinking anti-establishment media? And those are the oppositions. Uh, and that is what is currently upholding the current way of things, which is just a constant flux of nonstop media, the majority of which is best case scenario, incomplete information, worst case scenario, intentional misinformation. Whereas the reality is a contradiction, which is, yeah, Joe Rogan has advocated and spread misinformation about the coronavirus. Also, CNN, NBC, the New York Times, all of these mainstream media outlets have also promoted what is now to be known as misinformed information about COVID over the last two years. Both of them are, which exposes this fundamental uh, contradiction of how, of just kind of the flow of information and how information is produced kind of as just content and media in the United States right now. And I feel like that's what's freaking people out is the fact that it's like, okay, well, I can't trust CNN. I can't trust Joe Rogan. Who can I trust? And that exposes a way more kind of fundamental question that we have to deal with rather than just it being, then our, then our ideological kind of cultural position allowing us to pick a side in this opposition to advocate for. For sure. And I would say, maybe you said this, but I think, I think a big contradiction is this idea of um, all of these content creators, CNN, New York Times, Fox, Joe Rogan, they are um, creating content to either speak to their audience, like tell, well, probably both, to tell their audience what they want to hear to some degree and also to like, rile them up, create excitement, like get them invested and also to, um, put their focus on areas that like don't impact them basically. Like just like divert attention, like get views and clicks, keep people excited, like add new people to the, to the group. Like it's this sort of, I think maybe I think maybe one of the contradictions is no matter where I go in this like in this um sort of like big media landscape like there's there is an ulterior motive besides just like telling me what's going on. Totally. Yeah. And that ulterior and motive escape it. that ulterior motive that is what aligns Joe Rogan with Chris Cuomo, RIP. Uh is that they both don't challenge capital for sure, regardless of what narrative they're challenging. And you can't because you're on uphold capital, and you're capital. on you're on CNN or you're on Spotify. You have advertisers, exactly. Like what kind of like that's the thing is like you think that you're getting the truth from a place that has like the largest brands and companies and is on some of the largest services. Yeah. Not that there is not that I don't want to say like, oh, everything that CNN or Joe Rogan or whatever says is wrong. But like there's not going to be the overwhelming thread or like through line of those of whatever appears on those platforms is not going to like challenge anything big, I feel. Yeah. Or the big things that it's challenging are not really like the right big things. They're not going to challenging anything that's a they're not going to challenge anything that's a threat to themselves. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what we're saying is 
you can't believe anyone except, except us. You know, experts international. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people will tell you they know the truth or they know how to get to the truth. They don't. It's BS. But you come to this show and we say, hey, give me your hand. Give me your hand. Don't be afraid. Give me your hand. And we say, come over here to my secret passageway. And we say the code is one, two, three, pleasure. And you say the code. Wait, we'll wait for you right here. We'll take a little pause as you say the code. Come on in. The water's warm. And you get into your bathing trunks and we jump on in. And the truth is buried at the bottom of the pool in a treasure chest. And I'll give you the key. And the shape of the key is the shape of a bald eagle. And the color of the key is the color of love. I don't know if people can tell, but I'm crying right now. We'll post that. We'll we'll post a we'll post a separate <laughs> audio. Yeah, if you miss those steps, we'll yeah. we'll be posting those. Mm. Um. Yeah, you know, I think like, what are our takeaways from this chat? I think like, I, you know, my takeaway, like I have been so unengaged on Twitter.com because good, my takeaway is just like, we're having fun, like getting, we, it's fun to get mad about things yeah. um, over and over and over. And that was me like in the, during the Trump presidency. And maybe now, maybe now my hindsight is 2020 is like, oh, I didn't get mad about anything that really mattered. Like I just was like, I was just like satisfying myself by, like you said, by turning um, a sticky, tricky contradiction, like tough to deal with, tough to know how to like handle that. And also like um, probably requires admitting some kind of internal contradiction. Yeah. Um, You know, turning that into like this externalized enemy that's really fun to like pick on. And I think that's what so much of online is right now yeah. is this, these, we have these like massive contradictions with like inequality and race and like all this stuff going on. And it's all like so tough to deal with and it all requires so much uh, discomfort Yeah, that it's like way, I mean, that's like, you know, yeah, the like the racist white guy it's like probably tough to figure out to like learn that you're a racist, right? So like, cause that's a pretty big, maybe you think of yourself as like a nice, a nice boy. Yeah. Um, but that would be a pretty big contradiction within yourself and something to deal with. Yeah. So like way easier to like look for sources of information that are like, well, I don't know. I think the world, I think like the world's just confusing and they're like, tr- and they're like trying to like force this. Cause like, I think, um, this is just starting a whole other thing, but like, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like a, a red herring type thing where you can, it is true that the, that like liberal media has a narrative yeah, and can be like dismissive and probably overall, like doesn't like poor white people. Yeah. That's probably true. That doesn't mean that you're not a racist though. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think like, that- but if you get someone that tells you that and then you can sort of like, you know, jump on that bandwagon and be like, oh, but and I'm not a racist. Like they're just trying to it's the you know, they're the problem. Yeah. And and I think this, you know, whatever. I have a bit of a bias, I guess, being a, a left leaning person. No. But um, you're right. I'm completely unbiased. <laughs> um, you know, but like same. Same thing as you can think of like a you can see a racist as only a racist, like as someone who just like hates black people or hates Jews or whatever. Yeah. And, um, not deal with the, the like tougher part of, of, well, what, like, how does this person become this person and how does like the structure of our society and how do the, these like organizations, companies, like tech companies or like big media companies, like how do they actually like, um, exacerbate or continue this structure. Yeah, how do they even directly profit off of that? Yeah, even as they're telling me that these people are like the the problem. Totally, totally true. And I think that there is an ele- I there there's just this element of like we're we're a 
we want people to change and grow and stuff like that. Meanwhile, we treat these things like the fact that someone is racist as some sort of like determined biological truth of their being. (laughs) And kind of that's kind of the holistic lens through which we view these people. And I think that I think I get it. It's we don't I don't want to come across as like creating excuses and like wanting to have to like, well, be nice to the racists because really they're just having a hard time too at the end of the day. Like that's not, that's definitely not what we're saying. I th- I think that what we're saying is like, or what I'm saying, I want, dude, I don't want to speak for you, man. Thank you so much. Um, Is like, if you're going to freak out and be pissed at Joe Rogan, good. He's, a rich media personality, but the people that find solace in his airwaves between their earbuds are not necessarily your enemy. They're not even on his side, really. Totally. Like they think they are just like Trump followers think that they and Trump are like the same person on the same side. Totally. No, like you are, you are, you don't know it. But in a lot of ways, like some like, uh, yeah, racism. Okay, yes, and like some surface level things. It's not like they have no connections. Yeah, but like in a lot of ways, you are the opposition. Totally. But you don't know it because the person in power, the Trump figure, the Joe Rogan figure, is like pandering to you to get your support. And the same goes for the people that think they're on the hashtag right side for of history. Sure. Like, yeah. like CNN is not on your side. Me Fox and, is not yeah, on your side. Me and Tim Cook. Yeah, Tim Cook know? is not on your side, dude. Yeah. He's a multi-billionaire. And the, the, the sheer fact that, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Squarespace ha- uh, is like their, all their new website ads are for the Latinx community don't doesn't mean that they want they just want you to buy they just want you to use squarespace yeah and so like both sides get co-opted by the narratives that are just trying to serve capital and that's not i'm trying to think of how that's not a there are good people on both sides type thing but i think it's just i think it's like like One Race, side. Racist bad, right? Right. Racist okay. bad. I'm tracking. Tracking. Wait, write this down. Okay. R A C I S T B A D. Um. The I I don't think we're I think we're comfortable saying racist bad. Yes. But I think what we're also comfortable saying is, um. Probably also racist, rich person exploiting situation, <laughs> exploiting racism, like pandering to racist followers to yeah. increase capital. Worse, yeah, worse, <laughs> yes. and yeah. like deal with that problem. Deal with the people that uphold that person or support that person. Not in like the like, not in the like. I love Joe Rogan. Yeah, fuck it, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Not in, not that person. But the the company that's like fuck, like we can't afford to lose Joe Rogan because he brings in totally. X millions of dollars yeah. and allows us content partnerships or whatever. Like that's the problem. Yeah, you know, or that's it's all maybe it's all problems. Yeah. But like if we keep going after the like little surface level thing and yeah. are unable to see the structure, yeah, nothing. Like we can we'll just spend every year of our life on Twitter, like loving every minute of it. Cause we're like cheering on our liberal hero and like fighting for our little cause with our like activism online. Totally. And nothing changes for anybody. Yeah. And I think that ultimately you hit the nail on the head earlier when you're talking about what a pleasurable experience is, regardless of which side of the coin you fall on. And I think that, like, we at the end of the day have to just be willing to sacrifice the visceral enjoyment we get from 
from locating what we're against and vocalizing it. Like at the end of the day, both Joe, Joe Rogan can only continue to exist. Joe Rogan and his audience can only continue to exist as a free speech contrarian environment. As long as there exists an established media that, where censorship is a primary aspect of it. For sure. And the woke liberals can only continue to exist as they do as long as there are um, these stupid rural racists that they can not be. For sure. And, and, and like, you know, conniving rich racists as well who are just, or whatever, shapeshifters totally. who are willing to just be whatever they need to be to like to make a buck. Totally, totally, totally. And so I think for me it's like if I'm it's like locating my investment in the thing that I Yeah, cuz I think it can be I mean I hope like I think the I think what's I think we're just being we all want to get some pleasure out of this life, but sure. we're being but the the powerful are feeding us a very easy place to invest our emotion and our disappointment and our frustration. Yeah. A place that is like, is like temporarily satisfying somewhat, but like that doesn't get you like healthcare. That doesn't get you a job that you like. Totally. That doesn't get you like the ability to buy a house. Totally. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it like, it's the same like dopamine of like posting on Instagram and getting likes or something, but like never, you know, making anything meaningful in your life or something. Yeah. Like you just get, you can sort of just get strung along forever. Yeah, totally. And I think that's how, like, I'm not, I don't know if there's like, I don't know if they like sit up there in their boardrooms and like, we're going to string them along forever. <laughs> but I think that's just like the structure of like our society. Totally. Is sort of just like, well, this is going to be entertaining and they're going to like this and they're going to retweet it and it's going to get them like, and I person like, you know, I feel for the, I, I feel, I don't know, like a mid-level or even like senior, like New York Times reporter <laughs> probably believes so much in what they're doing. Yeah. Even as they're serving to uphold the, ideology of the New York times or whatever, Dude, which is I mean, like so separate from who they are. Totally. I mean, unpopular. It's, it's, it's not a good, I'm not happy that this is the way it is, but even like as a small business in order to qualify for a business loan, you kind of have to show the bank, the model of how you're kind of going to continue to string people along forever for in sure. order to even be able to start a business. Yeah. Like you have to start it. You have to show, okay, how am I going to make more than what yeah, I how am I going to like costs ex, like exploit someone? Yeah, that's built take into advantage what of someone because yeah. that's what's going to make this a success. Totally, 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 totally. <sighs> I feel like you were going to share a, a quote, or were you? Gonna, or did you have a screenshot? Not relevant. I think we. I think we Fucked passed it. it. Oh, we passed it. It would. Yeah. I think it would just start a whole a whole new other tangent. Thing. But I did find an additional screenshot. Everyone should follow this funny guy on Instagram called Sad Drawings by Jace. He's funny. He does like <laughs> sad drawings that are kind of funny. And who are they by? By Jace. Oh, thank you. Uh, but there's this recent one of these two guys, and one guy is saying to the other guy, uh, you know who I think is running this country? And the other guy says, IDK, maybe bankers, politicians, lobbyists, corporate oligarchs, big tech, the fossil fuel industry, a debt-based economy, etc. And the guy says, no, no, it's poor people with different opinions than me. I feel like that's kind of what we're talking about. That is kind of what we're talking about. So just check yourself before you wreck yourself. Desubscribe from Joe Rogan. Subscribe. To experts, experts international. international. This episode is a takedown episode of Joe Rogan in we order to boost ourselves, ourselves, boost our subscriber numbers. 
Yep. Um, so we can monetize. Yep. So we can monetize. Coming soon. Coming soon. Monetization. Yeah. Um, and we are playing the same game as everyone else. else. We, mark my words, we single-handedly took down Joe, the Joe, the George Rogan empire. The George Rogan experience. Fuck yeah. Oh.